0: everybody. My name is Kenzie Tartaglioni. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm your master of ceremonies.
1: Hey, I'm Brennan Hirschhock. I go by he, him pronouns, and I play Sawyer Hook.
2: I'm April Consolo. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ivy Duncan.
3: Hey there. I'm Mads McDonough. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Caleb Moore.
2: And welcome to Wildmore
0: High. For this episode, include the mention of alcohol and the discussion of drugs and drug use. Hey guys, Kenzie here, jumping in to make a quick note. We had a couple audio problems with our first recording for this episode, and so if you notice that some people's audio sounds a little bit different from somebody else's, that's because we had to do some workarounds to make sure this episode got out to y'all. And so just know if you can bear with us for this time that we have done our best to make the corrections in the future so that we can provide you with the best quality podcast that we possibly can. So thank you very much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Wildmore, a small town of nebulous origins and a puzzling present. It's unclear whether this was a farming town, a mining village, an industrial township, or perhaps all three throughout its time, but the one thing that everyone can agree on now is that it's falling apart without rhyme or reason. About an hour drive away from the nearest major city, the locals while away their time with work, drink, and the always pervasive small-town gossip. Coasting over rooftops of varying architecture, we narrow in on First Street. Once a bustling business thoroughfare, the remnants of an 18th-century law office and the town post house left behind now only by the worn outline of lettering on brick, is presently a quaint residential street, aptly named First Street, as it was the first road stamped out by horse and carriage through Wildmoor. It is also the direct center of town. From a bird's eye view, one structure stands out, the plot of land from which all Wildmoor expanded. Steep gabled roofs, towers, and the turrets of a grand Victorian facade catches the eye the beautiful craftsmanship of Blackthorn Manor, more colloquially known as the Duncan Residence. Ivy, usually either the sunrise itself wakes you or your alarm ringing in your ear and your eyes open to the bright white of your room illuminated by the morning sun. But that's not quite how you come to consciousness this morning. Ivy, a whisper in your ear. Wake up, Bambolina. Your dads have invaded your room. Gabriel sits on the edge of the bed, a short, dark-haired Italian man, model-like in stature. His warm, brown eyes seem to smile at you. Bast, a tall, regal man with such dark skin it almost shines purple, and sharp, violet eyes, stands at the foot of your bed. His head is shaved and looks fit to hold a crown, yet he holds a tray in his hands. There's a glass vase with lavender settled nicely inside, a cup of orange juice, and a bowl of fruit, as well as a small plate with a sunny-side-up egg and a piece of toast. They are an odd juxtaposition in the pristine perfection that is your room. Or, more likely, your room is the odd one out in the entirety of Blackthorne Manor. Pamelina,
2: wake up. Oh, good God, Dad's. It's not like I haven't had a million first days of school already. Ivy reaches over and turns off her alarms. She has five of them set, even though she never needs them. Okay, I will take one egg and one orange, but I'm not eating all of this. This is enough for like five people. Bast sets
0: the tray on the edge of your bed and Gabriel pushes it closer to you.
2: No, eat up! You need your energy for the day! I look at my dads, both so eager and wanting me to have a great morning. Okay, yeah, sure. I will eat as much as I humanly can. Gregor
0: made it especially for you. Gregor is the current object of your father's infatuation and has been a more permanent resident of your home, staying longer than the others that have always come and gone. But that's not saying much. He is, though, a phenomenal cook.
2: Thanks, Papa. Okay. Uh, can, can I get dressed now, or are you guys gonna- see? get ready. I will drive you. Thanks, Papa. Thanks, Dad. Ivy slowly stretches, looks at the giant plate in front of her, takes one bite of an orange, spits it back out, decides to eat all the eggs and toast instead. She goes to her bathroom, which is attached to her bedroom. It is also minimalist and white also the only bathroom in the house that looks so. She washes her face thoroughly, double cleanses, tones, serum, moisturizer, and sunscreen. Even though the sunscreen is really unnecessary, she couldn't get a sunburn if she tried, despite how pale she is. Who knows, maybe she'll get wrinkles one day. After she does her skincare routine, she flosses, mouthwashes, brushes her teeth, fixes her hair in a high ponytail, but pulls out two little curls on the side of her head. Natalie always calls them slut strands, but doesn't really bother her. Speaking of Natalie, as you're getting ready, your phone
0: starts buzzing incessantly. and You have a sudden plethora of texts from the group chat that you have with Natalie and Alina. The text messages are full of vague excitement about the first day. A couple pictures from Alina of outfits she's asking you both to weigh in on. Natalie is nothing but supportive about all of them, much to Alina's dismay. And then there's a text from Alina and it says, hey Ives, did you check the homeroom roster? And another one from Natalie that says, are you going to try
2: to change homerooms? Cause like, let us know, I'll switch mine too. Ivy favorites a few of the outfit videos, texts Alina and says, wear the blue skirt. It makes your legs look hot. She knows it's going to drive Natalie crazy. And then With trepidation, she opens the homeroom list and sees that Adam is in her homeroom. Of fucking course he is. She wouldn't be surprised if he did this on purpose just to rub it in her face. She takes a deep breath, opens the group chat again, puts a few devil emojis and says, I'm not leaving. If he wants to leave, it's up to him. But honestly, I think this is going to be a great year
0: Alina responds,
2: I've got your back like always. And Natalie says, ignore him. He doesn't exist. She sends back, truly fuck him, lol. They both like that one. She looks through Alina's outfit pictures and chooses something completely different. She puts on a silk button down and some loose slacks. Something vaguely academia, but buttoned a little low. She thinks that she'll be able to get away with it. She puts on two perfect sweeps of eyeliner in one go, grabs one more bite of the orange, even though not her favorite, and she walks out the door.
0: As you walk out of your bedroom, you are greeted by a tall woman, body and hair wrapped in towels, steam billowing out of the bathroom behind her. Eleanor leans down, kissing you on both cheeks. Ma chérie,
2: I'm going back to Paris so I will not see you when you come home, but have a wonderful first day. Oh, thanks, Al. That means a lot. Also, can you put some of that perfume in my room? With a sly smile, she says, I think that can be arranged.
0: She waves to you. A bientôt. As she walks down to the room in
2: the house that is designated for her during her stays. Au revoir. She looks over at her dads. I see why you guys were in such a good mood this morning. Bass
0: kind of chuckles in his deep throaty laugh. And Gabriel says,
2: OK, andiamo. Ivy grabs her messenger bag, throws in a lip balm. Where is my journal? Don't tell me you guys, come on. I could tell you about how I was feeling about Adam if you just asked. We didn't want to pry. It's okay, but can you give it back to me so that I can have it for class?
0: He has hidden your journal in the junk drawer,
2: hoping that if you noticed it was gone
0: and you didn't ask, you would just find it one day amongst a bunch of things
2: Okay, um, before you guys do anything else super weird, I'm going to leave. Look, I know you wanted to drive me, but is it okay if I ride my bike?
0: Bambolina, I have to go into the Galleria today anyway, so I might as well just drive. Can we at least throw my bike in the back seat? Of course. He climbs into the front seat, shuts the door. You can see Bast kind of waving from the front door. It was oddly quiet this morning, but that could just be because Gabriel's overwhelming presence sometimes does it all. Are you sure that I don't need to pick you up today? Because I could just pick you up and you wouldn't need your bike.
2: No, papa, listen, it's fine. I, um, I'm going to Sawyer's after school, so. This is very obviously a lie, but her papa never thinks that she's lying. Oh, well, um, okay. Yeah, you've been telling me to hang out more with him, so that I thought, like, you know, the first day of school would be a good day to do so. See? Is something up? Well, I just
0: was going to ask if you were excited for tonight, if you think that we should get a cake. Do you think people will want a cake? Because I'm sure Gregor could put something up. What do you mean? Well, it's the first day of school, and I thought that, you would probably want a party with your
2: friends. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, I kind of took it upon myself to How many people did you invite? To your class. The whole class? We have a large house. You invited my whole class, and you didn't think to tell me ahead of time.
0: I thought that because we had done it last year.
2: Yeah, but last year was different. But I just thought you would assume to do it again. Did you invite Adam? No. So you invited my entire class, except for Adam? And a couple of his friends. All right. I can do that. Perfecto. I'm so excited. Do you want a cake? Should I ask Greg to make a cake? No. No cake. cake. Please no cake. No cake. No cake. No cake. Just, just, um, like, teenager alcohol Last time, you got a bunch of, like, ancient bottles of wine. Like, literally ancient. And I had to talk to a few of my friends about why we had 500-year-old wine. So maybe just, like, Jack and Coke or White Claw or something like that. Molina only the best for you? Actually, I'm, I'm actively asking you not to get the best. Okay. So, okay, thank you.
0: As he turns the old yet well-kept Alfa Romeo down another street, he says... There is a new artist coming to the galleria, and I just think that you might possibly enjoy her work, and you should stop by and meet her. Papa, are you trying to set me up? No, no. This woman is too old for you, way too old for you. Not wait, not not you old. See, si, see, si. bambolina. I think you would like it because she combines performance and visual art into a spiritual healing experience. Okay. That sounds interesting. We are even going to do yoga with her one day in the Galleria.
2: Okay, um, sure, sure. You tell me when, and I will be there.
0: And with that, we remove ourselves from Blackthorn Manor. We don't travel too far, but by looks alone, it feels like we could have been whisked hundreds of miles away. A streamlined, modernist, suburban mansion stands out amidst the other residencies on Cherry Lane though with its size, it takes up most of the block alone. Out back, the filter of the pool gurgles in the quiet morning, the streamers hanging from the permanently erected tiki bar crinkle in the breeze, but the peaceful calm is interrupted by a shrill, joyful shriek. It's loud enough to reverberate up the stairwell and through the door of a bedroom, where there's a faint hum from tanks lining a wall, to wake the sleeping occupant.
1: Ah! Ah! And I'll... Jump out of bed, cocooned in all of these like five different comforters with different types of frogs and like really horrible tropical forest designs on the comforters, and uh, fall face first on the ground, reach up above onto my countertop on the, the nightstand, and grab these sort of old aviator glasses that have been popped out there were the sunglasses the lenses were and put in these big Coke bottle glasses and affix them to my face.
0: You find yourself wincing, a common factor in recent mornings whenever you put your glasses on. The skin around your left eye is tender, sore even, from just that little touch. Thankfully, it has moved out of the deep violet phase of a bruise before the first day of school, but there's still a gruesome, putrid yellow color that isn't much better.
1: (sighs) And I'll get up onto my my nightstand and walk over to the mirror and just kind of observe it a little bit more and then move my hands down first and just pop a couple of whiteheads and uh, rush over to the door and fling it open. I'm probably just in whitey tighties at this point.
0: As soon as you fling the door open, you can smell coffee and hear voices from downstairs.
1: I'll rush straight to my little sister's room first. Open the door just slightly. It's empty. I'll open the door super wide.
0: The crib looks like it has been made. Her pajamas are like tucked up on the edge of the bed.
1: (sighs) And then I'll run down to the stairs and before, I don't want to go all the way down. I just want to like peer as much as I can to see if my parents are awake and what the situation is.
0: Through the banister of the stairs, you can see into the kitchen where there is a round table full of food Your dad, you can see him at the stove, a full head of gray hair sticking out at odd angles as if he just rolled out of bed with an apron tied around his neck and his waist. And your mother is sitting at the table, a glass and a pitcher of orange juice in front of her. Saya! Annabelle squeals as she sees you bopping up and down in her booster chair. Shush! She kind of waves to you. Her fingers are covered in mushed bananas and strawberries.
1: Ugh good morning everyone good morning sweetheart let me go put on some pants and i'll rush upstairs really quick i'll jump in the mirror and just like fix my hair it's sort of like a more modest flock of seagulls hairstyle where it kind of pushes all the bangs forward except there's like a dyed piece of blonde amongst all the sort of light brown hair it just kind of looks like highlights honestly and he puts on like a big pair of, of suit pants and ties him with a, a bright red scarf, throws on a black and white striped long sleeve shirt, and throws on a, a matching colored suit jacket that's just definitely like two sizes too big, and <laughs> takes a breath before he stops at the top of the stairs, and then calmly walks down.
0: As you walk down the stairs and coming to the kitchen, your mother looks up from you, and she goes, Sweetheart, no, 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 this won't do. Come here, come here.
1: What do you mean this won't do? I'm just okay okay
0: she like reaches up to you and takes your jaw in her hand and turning your face side to side and it becomes clear in that moment that she is not drinking only orange juice you can smell the telltale sides of mimosa on her breath and she looks at you and she says go upstairs in the middle drawer to the right of my sink bring me my foundation we'll get that covered up in time for school
1: uh, listen i mean is your eyeliner up there too yes okay i'll be right back and I rush up and go get the. I'll go get the eyeliner and the foundation. And before I go back down, I'll pocket them. Rush into my room and just like grab uh, out of this little jar a bunch of different flakes or crickets and just pop open and dump things into a variety of different cages. Especially uh, looking after my sort of seafoam green axolotl. Really being specific about how much I, I give in there.
0: Little axolotl kind of has wiggled its way to the front of the tank and is staring directly at you, and the little mouth kind of looks like it's smiling. Okay.
1: See you after school. And I'll run back down.
0: Okay, come here, come here, sit down. I'll take care of this.
1: All right, you can do the foundation if you also just help me with the eyeliner. I always make it too cakey.
0: Of course, sweetheart. Takes your glasses off, and she tries to be gentle, just like dabbing it on, but it still kind of hurts and you wince as it's happening. She kind of puts her hand against your forehead to like settle your face. Okay, close your eyes, close your eyes. Don't, you're moving. Sawyer, Sawyer, stop moving. Stop, okay. And then she does one and she pulls out a little hand mirror out of her purse, hands it to you to do the other one.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Don't press too hard, okay? Okay, okay. Well, Sawyer, you did, okay. They're not even now, you put too much on.
1: Okay, I'll just put more on the other eye. It looks fine. Pirates are in right now for me. Here, take these.
0: Your dad comes over with a pan and scoops some eggs onto a plate. All right, bud, gonna need you to watch your little sister tonight. Your mom and I have dinner plans in the city. Can't you just take her
1: tonight? I mean... Uh
0: Uh-uh, no, no, I don't want to hear it. None of this. Comes with being a big brother, pal. Isn't that right, Belle Bell?
1: Yep. Everything I always dreamed of. Sure, yeah, I got it.
0: You love her. You love watching her. You know you'll have a good time.
1: I I know. I I do love watching you, Annabelle. We're we're gonna have. It'll be fun. We'll make the most of it. Movie. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Just not the the same one with like the farting unicorn, like that farting unicorn song. I can't get it out of my head. I don't want to watch that same movie again. We'll,
0: it's a farting okay. unicorn. That's okay. Everybody We're fine on that fart. one.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll maybe something new. Broaden the horizons today. Yeah. Anyways, um, and I'll get on the phone really quick. I'll just check to see how my post did. That's like sort of just a really close shot of like Bark and see how many likes I got on that one. Even though I've turned the note, like the, the amount of likes you can see off, I'll still go into that tab.
0: There are 13 likes on that photo, which is three more likes than the previous close-up of that glittery rock you found.
1: Mark is more popular. And then I'll, I'll scooch over and pull up Caleb. Hey, hope I see you today. Uh, peace, man, purple heart. Oh, yeah, I'll send that. The text
0: is sent, and you wait a couple minutes, but there isn't a response immediately.
1: What are you guys doing in the city, by the way? When are you going to be back? Tomorrow, or...?
0: It's just dinner plans, so we should just be back late tonight.
1: Okay. All right. Like...
0: I can send you the itinerary...
1: Yeah, make sure, just give me the, the, the night's routine of what, everything and everything, and I just want to know when you'll be back so that I can plan my night, so that we can plan and. We, we, I just need the whole plan.
0: You will have the itinerary when you get out of school.
1: Okay, how does it look? Can you see it? It's, it's not bad. It's getting better. I appreciate your confidence. All right, uh, see you guys.
0: Okay, be careful, sweetheart.
1: I'm gonna run out to the garage, and stop in the middle and look at either this really nice like Schwinn bicycle with a bunch of little like stickers on it of, of different like newts and frogs and whatnot, at, or I'll look at the uh, the longboard. I'll flip the deck around, and it's just got like just a sexy like '80s shirtless singer on the on the back, and I'll go with the longboard today.
3: You take your
0: longboard down this long, winding driveway that you have, and you hope that you get a message from Caleb before you get to school. This time we do travel a bit, past Main Street, around the park, and a little way down the road leading north of town. The land opens up and dotted across the landscape, Are the empty one stories, the abandoned farmhouses, and the old and worn down abodes that once held the prospering families of the Moore clan. But for years now, they have gathered dust as more and more family members began to move from Wildmoor, leaving only one house left occupied. It is an abundant amalgamation of styles, barely keeping up with the times, let alone the repairs to keep it functioning. Inside, we find a poster-filled bedroom. There's a loud, abrupt, and rude knock at the door. It scares the five-year-old grey cat curled up at the end of the bed. Jasper walked into your house one day and never left. You hear a voice through the door. If you're not ready in ten, you can walk.
3: I startle a little bit. I had the cover thrown over my head, this like grey like duvet. I was underneath on my phone looking at a picture of a really shiny rock that was arguably like much better than the other more recent photos but that doesn't mean that i liked it i throw the duvet over my head just enough that i get that wash of cold air coming in okay lock my phone put it down start getting dressed i throw on like a pair of beat up dark wash jeans that have some holes in the knees pair of spotted rainbow striped socks the jeans cover up but at least i know they're there some uh ruddy looking old beat-up converse tennis shoes a black t-shirt that has white text and it's just uh it says redacted in like two little like bracket things just like put over it that's all that it says on the entire shirt a gray hoodie over top of that i look in the mirror for just a second i just look like me and that's enough for now. I smudge on like a just an ounce of uh like this black eyeliner like right around the corners and edges of my eyes and the waterline, and then smudge much, 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 smudge. so it looks like I slept in it. I'm good enough. So I reach down to grab my phone off of the bed and my bag from beside it, and I see a text uh flick over there. I pick it up. Sawyer. I wait standing in my room for exactly five minutes because I can't check it right away. I can't make it seen right away. That's, that's no way, no, that's not fucking cool. That's weak and weird and obsessive. So I just stand there, nothing to do, flip it open, read it, yeah, backspace, backspace. Yeah cool, backspace, backspace, backspace. Okay, backspace, backspace. Lock my phone.
0: This is an obvious attempt, like all of the texts that you've received from him, because you have seen the homeroom roster and you're obviously going to see him today because you're in the same homeroom.
3: I pull my phone back open. Instead of going to Sawyer, uh, I flip over to one that says Sam with the emoji of like a little like video game looking thing next to it. I'm so fucking scared, dude.
0: You get a response immediately. Still wrapping my mind around the fact that we are going to be at the same school now?
3: That's literally the only thing I'm looking forward to. Send a picture of a cat that looks like it's crying, like curled up in a bed. Me, though.
0: You get a picture back of a cat... A close-up with a blurry background with like just a bunch of emoji hearts and smiley faces around it.
3: I heart that. I bend down, get my ruddy little gray cat, smush my phone up close to its face, and then I use my phone to draw like little blushies over top of his cheeks. Send that.
0: It's liked and Sam says, I just realized that now I might like be able to finally meet the famous Jasper.
3: Keyboard smash. I'm screaming. You have to.
0: I'm screaming to see you soon.
3: I walk over to my door, my bag, my phone in my pocket, and I just stare at the door for a minute. (sighs) Come on, come on. Go. Go. Open the door. The
0: house feels quiet outside of Adam making noise from downstairs.
3: I beeline into the bathroom just to brush my teeth before heading downstairs. Okay. Morning.
0: Adam is in the kitchen, packing his backpack, and he looks up at you, he looks at the counter. Mom left that for you.
3: Oh, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I walk over to the counter and I flip the note open.
0: Please try on your ceremonial clothing when you get home from school. Let me know if it still fits. Also, do you need a new jacket for the dinner at Blackthorn Manor? I can take you on Saturday
3: close the note back up and just thump it against my head.
0: <sighs> Adam is eyeing you, displeased.
3: So like the normal. I'm gonna make some toast. Get out some peanut butter, crunchy. Spread it on there. Make like the world's simplest little sandwich. Wrap it up in a paper towel. I'm ready when you are to, to go to school. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: Okay. Also, I was supposed to tell you Dad went out to the marsh Uh, and I actually don't know where mom is, so... I don't know why they wanted me to tell you that, but they did,
3: so... Did he... Did he say why? I mean, he wouldn't, but like...
0: No, it was like really early. I don't know why I was up. Okay. Yeah, alright, let's go. Adam could be your twin and looks alone if it wasn't for the nine-month age gap, but in personality, you guys are opposite ends of the spectrum. You climb into the passenger seat of the car, which is technically Adam's car. He just got his license, but it has been passed down through the family, and it's an old junker, and despite that, he seems pretty proud that he has a car to begin with, but it is a small space of tension. Adam is silent, no covert glances, completely ignoring your presence in the passenger seat, There's a wide gap between the brother that was once your protector, once the person who took care of you sometimes more than your parents did, and the brother who sits next to you now, driving you to school because your parents forced him to. And it's made worse by the fact that he doesn't turn the radio on.
3: I take a bite of my sandwich and try to control how loud the crunch is. I pull my phone back out, pull up Sam again. Was this a mistake? You know, me coming here. This school. I'm excited to see you, but... And then I erase the entire thing. It dings.
0: It's a message from Sam and it says, By the way, I got here extremely early. But at least we can sit next to each other in homeroom now.
3: Save me a seat. Get something close to the window.
0: Already on it. It Sends you a photo of an empty desk right next to the window. I heart that. Adam is fidgeting. He's tapping the steering wheel incessantly. The leg he is not using to drive is shaking so much you can feel the car move beneath you.
3: It's gonna be a great year. I just think to myself, great year.
0: Adam's car pulls into the entrance of Wildmore High. An unassuming, tragic building, a block of concrete dropped into town. Pulls over into the student section into his specific parking space. I got stuff to do. You good?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I fumble with the seatbelt. Always gets a little bit sticky for some reason. Th- thanks for the... Thanks. I close the door. I try to close it gently. I don't want to slam it.
0: You do that, but you didn't push it hard enough, so it kind of gets in that stuck space between locked and unlocked.
3: It's the, it's the, I I try to flip it.
0: Okay, hey, just let it, just leave it. I'll get it. Just leave it.
3: Okay.
0: He reaches over and, like, does something weird with, like, the, the handle inside, and you can see it pull up and out, and then he slams it.
3: Okay, bye.
0: Gabriel drives slowly through the parking lot, avoiding students running to and fro. Bikes weave in and out, inattentive to the rest of the traffic. You see Sawyer on his longboard, jumping the curb to the sidewalk. Gabriel pulls up in the line of cars,
2: dropping students off outside the front doors. I look over at Gabriel and I say, thanks for driving me, I guess. Of
0: course. I love you so much. Okay, Okay. yeah, 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 of
2: course. Yeah, I I love you too. He tries to reach over and like smush your cheeks. Oh my god. Okay. I'm okay, I'm leaving now. Thank you. Have a good day. I love you. Have a good day. I look around frantically to make sure that no one heard this or saw this. I like get my messenger bag on and get my seatbelt off and like, okay, yeah. Um, I love you too. Um I look around Again, and give him a really quick kiss on the cheek, because I know that if I don't, he will be sad about it for weeks. I get out
0: of my car. Ivy Duncan, sophomore, on track to become cheer squad captain by senior year. And you see in your face a camera. A beauteous face in the sad, sad crowd of Wildmore High. This is Ryan Bishop, fellow cheer base and hopeful future documentary maker. He is also a member of the Wildmore High yearbook staff.
2: Ryan, so good to see you. Um, Do we really have to be doing this at like 7 o'clock in the morning? Yes, we do, Ivy, because I am documenting senior year, and I would
0: never be forgiven if the girl who so cruelly broke my heart was left out of my senior year reel.
2: All right, get in line, Ryan. Ivy good-naturedly pushes the camera out of her face, starts to walk away, and is like, I'll see you at practice. And I will get more footage of you being you. I really hope you don't. For a second, Ivy makes a weird face thinking about being on camera and then shakes it off. Turn around and I yell at Sawyer and I go, hey, hey loser. She kind of like skips up to Sawyer. He's still on his longboard and she like kicks the board out from under him. Hey. No,
1: oh, I I fucking faceplant onto the ground.
2: Hey. What's up? Is John Hughes making like a pirate movie, or what's going on with this outfit of yours?
1: Uh, yeah. Does it look cool? I mean, does that was that what it looks like? Am I giving off those vibes?
2: Those are two different questions, and I'm not really sure which answer hmm. you want me to give right
1: now. I'm going for exactly what you said, so.
2: Oh, well then yeah, you're succeeding.
1: Okay, cool, yeah, and I'll pick up my longboard.
2: So I did the honors of checking the homeroom assignment and we're in the same homeroom. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I forgot my backpack.
2: It's the first day, you have like one job.
1: Yeah. Can I just like borrow a pencil?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I have something I like dig through my tote bag and find a purple glitter pen. So your phone starts ringing. There's a video call from your mom. Hold on. Wow, I missed you too, Hold bestie. On. Hello?
0: hi sweetheart
2: i think you forgot something oh he totally did he is that ivy duncan of course it is how are you mama oh
0: my goodness sweetheart you look beautiful Yeah, yeah, as yeah, yeah. everybody's so
1: gorgeous yeah it's okay I got... i'm gonna
0: drop it That's off fine. for you at lunchtime That's okay fine. i'll be there at lunch okay no. bye
1: i got a pen i got a pen it's okay oh she hung up thanks Oh, you're so welcome. Okay, let's go to homeroom.
3: They're causing enough of a scene that enough people have, like, stopped what they're doing to watch this interaction happen, and I'd love to use that cover of stupid teenagers to bolt behind them.
0: There has always been, in this town, a gravitational pull towards anybody from any of your families, especially Ivy, Ivy. Everybody kind of has stopped just to see what's going on. They see the Duncans, they see the hooks, and their attention kind of immediately follows. So you are able to duck around through the little bit of a crowd and in the front doors of the school into this commons area. The commons is like an area for relaxation of sorts. It has a full window of walls in the front, There are skylights that let light in from the top. And it's filled with couches and chairs and even some TVs. There are people milling about, people hanging out, people clustered in groups of club-like factions.
3: I look at everything that's in here. I look at, like, the TVs and just lounge area of things. Caleb to himself thinks, like, I didn't think this is what this was going to look like here I was prepared more for like walking down the hallway and seeing a kid like getting beaten up having their lunch money taken from them getting a wedgie someone pulling them off to the bathroom for like a swirly every teenage movie that I thought would have prepared me for this has done nothing I'm gonna open up my phone and I have saved in like an updating Google Doc that Sam and I have been working on together a map of this school so that I can speed run my way there without hitting any kind of obstacles of, like, bathrooms or weird common areas. Anything that could be, like, a loot drop situation, though. Like, water fountain. I want to know where that is, at least. But, like, avoid it for now. I'm going straight to the classroom.
0: As you get through the commons, the school that you were looking to be a part of Hits you right in the face. Lockers full of scribbles. You see old linoleum tiles. It looks like they this is a newly renovated space that was created simply to try to update a school that was way far in the past.
3: Okay, at least something's kind of normal.
0: You can beeline straight to homeroom.
1: I take a second uh, once we enter in uh, the school and like shake off the whole oh, God, it's the first day of school, and then look over at Ivy and be, and realize, like, oh, hey, like, I'm with my, my bestie. Like, it's all good.
2: I see his expression of nervousness, and I kind of, like, shoulder check him, which is a bit uh, stronger than he was maybe anticipating. And I'm like, wow, you are actually nervous, aren't you?
1: uh yeah are you not
2: honestly i yeah i don't think i've ever been nervous so no
1: oh yeah well that's why i like hanging out around you
2: and that's why i like hanging out with you bro you keep me humble just kidding no honestly i don't think that i don't think that works that way
1: i just i feel like that was more like making fun of how nervous i (laughs) yeah
2: yeah i am i still think it's hilarious
1: yeah. Well, at least we're. Are we? I mean, maybe we'll see if we sit next to each other in homeroom. But I know, like, I know you got your squad. Um, your homies.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, we'll see. Uh, like, yeah, there might be cool. other. You know, people may already have like some of their seats. Um.
1: I get you. Yeah. Out. Don't worry about it, dude. Uh, are you doing anything after school?
2: Oh, you don't know? My dads are throwing like a huge party. They said that they invited like everyone in the class except well, you know. Uh are you not coming?
1: Well, there's sort of a situation.
2: Okay, what's the situation?
1: Yeah, my I have a little sister is the situation and um she needs some um, surveillance. Okay,
2: so bring her. I'm
3: not bringing yes, her. Yes, bring
2: her. My dad's will watch her. They love babies. The only reason I even have dads is because I was a baby once. <laughs>
1: Uh, mm. come on, you
2: know they'll act they'll love it. It's not like they're gonna actually party with us. She'll be safe. Come on, please.
1: Your dads aren't gonna be partying. No. we'll we'll make a stop. We'll see.
2: I like put my hands on either side of his head against the lockers. Sawyer. you have to be there tonight.
1: Uh, no. I have to look after my sister. I do. Trust me. i I'll, I'll make a stop, even if it's a little late. I'm. I should be expecting uh, a text with my parents' whole schedule and everything, and then I can figure out my schedule, and then I can let everybody know, and then I'll be less stressed.
0: Ivy, this close to Sora, you can see that the sweat from riding the longboard to school has dripped into and is running this foundation a little bit down the side of his face
2: i like take the palm of my hand and like gently roll it to pick up the sweat ew look i'm just gonna be real with you i really want someone by my side the last two years it was me and adam at the center of these parties and like you know alina is great and natalie's whatever but i would really like it if you could be there for me and i promise my dad's will keep your sister safe we you can literally like hang out with her and me and no one else i just don't want to be alone
1: i'll bring her by if it gets a little too rowdy
2: i promise we'll see no rowdiness none don't worry it's going to be great thank you Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Come on. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a great time.
1: I'm so excited. I'm gonna have a great time at a party. Amazing. With my four-year-old sister.
2: Yay. I like turn around. My ponytail kind of hits him in the face. I say, come on, let's go. Okay. We flash forward a Friday, the end of the second
0: week of class It strikes almost as odd how a week and a half into school, everybody could still be catching up on the adventures, debauchery, and traumas of the past summer, when most of them didn't even leave the town limits for a vacation. The second-to-last morning bell has sent students rushing to homeroom, and almost everyone has arrived in yours. At least, all of you have. Ivy. Surrounding your seat in the back of the classroom are two of your best friends, Alina Kim, a second-generation Korean-American. Her parents own and run Kim's Medimart, where she sometimes works to help them out. In fourth grade, she kissed Callum Banks, and as far as anyone knows, hasn't kissed anyone since. Petite in all ways, she makes the perfect flyer for the cheer squad. In front of you sits a redhead, her white skin covered in freckles, Natalie Samuels, She is not good on her own and is rarely ever seen without some sort of entourage, mostly you and Alina. She has been cheerleading longer than either
2: of you and is a base on the Wildmore High cheer squad. Ivy kicks her legs up onto the desk. They're all wearing their cheer uniforms today because Ivy told them to. And she knows that when she kicks her legs up, she has like little shorts underneath, but it's still quite scandalous. Adam is like, he's turned around in his chair and like talking to someone behind him, which means that he's facing in her general direction. So she does this hoping to fuck with him, but he doesn't notice. This makes her really pissed off, honestly. So she turns over to Natalie. What's wrong with your face? Is something on my face? Yeah, like, what is, what is this thing? Do you have herpes? Oh my god. Uh, wh- what? What? What's up? On- see, this is what you get for hooking up with boys. Honestly. Do you have a mirror? Can I see what's on my face? Alina, do you have a mirror? I got you. Pulls
0: out a small little compact mirror. It does look kind of weird, Natalie. I, I don't really know what's going on there.
2: I lean really close to Natalie's face and like, kind of scratch at it gently. It makes Natalie very nervous for me to be this close to her face. Oh, it's just jam. Never mind. So sorry. And Natalie is completely frazzled by this whole interaction. I look over at Adam and see that he was looking at me. We make eye contact and I hold it until he looks away. Caleb, Sam rushes in the
0: door lining straight for you. It seems that Sam may not have quite hit puberty yet and by that I mean that they have a Thomas Brody Sangster vibe and unfortunately for a sophomore in high school looks as if they're eight years old. They have short curly bleached hair and are currently wearing black wide long shorts, high top white sneakers, and a long sleeve shirt that looks to have like a Renaissance painting printed on it, with a large short sleeve red shirt on top of that. And as they rush in, they go, Caleb! Caleb, did you see?
3: I have my head like leaning against my hand, and I'm fucking around on my phone, like on the desk, because there's this gotcha game that I've re- recently gotten into that. I know that if I can just get like the one rare pull of Ezreal, then I will be totally fine and I'll be able to bypass the next level, for sure, 100%, but the pull rate is so stupid and I... What? Is it? Wait, are you talking about the new pull that just came out? Because it's so stupid. No, no dude, this is
0: better than that, okay, okay, okay. They pull out their phone and uh, shove it in your face and it's open to a news site and the headline reads, Creators of popular video game Crush an Egg surprised fans by announcing the release of a sequel, Crush an Egg Space Warp, to be out mid-October. Oh my god,
3: I, I look around. Did anyone hear me, like, peek?
0: No one is actually paying attention to you, but it was loud enough that anybody could have heard it.
1: <coughs> this is, like, so cool. <coughs> this is so cool. It's, like, really cool.
0: It's so cool! I thought, like, this is the game that we have talked about, or, well, that you talked about and got me into, and now they're making another one and we can play it, like, together!
3: Sam, it's, like, the classic of classic. It's, like, it's so retro, honestly, like this it's it's an incredible game series like did you know that the devs actually implanted an easter egg designed to look exactly like egg it's in the last it's not the last level it's the second to last level if you go underneath the valley path there's actually like you can phase through it you clip through it's like the third or fourth stone on the the third or the fourth stone on the right
0: which one is it because i gotta do when i get home
3: it's, it's like the third or the fourth one. I'm gonna have to show you. I'm gonna have to, like, take a screenshot. I have the old save files on, like, my, my console, though. Like, I can, I can just open it up whenever I get home. But it was, like, it's just... It's such a good series, okay? Like and by series i mean like they only had the one and then they had the offshot that was for like the mobile game but it like super flopped like it's just
0: so this one's going to be good though right
3: yeah because i'm sure like especially if they're talking about this like a like a, a time warp some kind of space effect they're going to actually be keeping with canon this time whereas the mobile game totally went off path they said it was like an alternate reality they might as well just made a new game though this is the best news that you could have given me sam i got a plan i got a plan i think
0: that in October, on the day it dropped, we ditch this place and we ride up to Oasis and get it as soon as it comes out.
3: We can't just ditch. Sc- we can't just ditch school.
0: We just leave, okay? We just like wake up early in the morning. We get. Well, I can't drive and you can't drive, so we'll have to figure that out. And we'll take a car up into the city, go to Oasis. We can stand in like, there's probably gonna be like a line outside for hours. We can stand in line with everybody else who wants to play Crush an Egg.
3: Yeah, I glance around. Adam's like a few seats, like to the side and then a, a bit behind me. And he's not watching me right now. I mean, it's kind of how it's been since we started here. It's like, I'm not here, but this time it can benefit me. I turn back to Sam. I think I can get us a car okay I
0: mean we got time we got like a month and a half but like we should plan it out and make sure like exactly what's gonna like what we're gonna do because mm-hmm. like I mean I'll probably get in trouble for ditching school but like I'm sure you'll be fine right like dad will just or your mom will just call and be like and we'll be fine
3: I think if I place like I play sick I think I think it can work and I'll just I mean my parents are never in the house. So it's not like they would know...
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like, it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. You know what? I need to think about this for a little bit. That's
0: fine. I... Dude, take your time. I just... This is insane. I know! I know, I know, I know! This
3: is, like, the biggest thing that's ever happened. Ever.
0: <sighs> Drops into their seat. They've been, like, standing up pacing between your two seats this whole time. I don't think I can do school today. Like, I... Like, this isn't fun. This isn't fun. Crush Egg is coming out. This isn't fun. And I think, Sawyer, across the room, you hear... Crush an egg's coming out.
1: I'll pull up my phone and peer across the classroom between like the twelve people that are in between me on one side in the back of the back right of the classroom and Caleb on the top left and see if I can see Caleb's reaction, not being able to see really between the heads. I'll pull up my phone and text Caleb. Did I hear crush an egg? question mark. And then I'll turn around to Sour Diesel who's just completely out. And I'll look forward at White Widow. Hey, um, dubs. (laughs) Um, how's everything with, uh, with the master? Master Kush, you know? I haven't heard from him since the incident.
0: White Widow, a.k.a. Sarah Park, doesn't look sober, but she's not as wrecked as the kid behind you. This is a girl that everyone knows... Has a record, but no one knows what it's for. So you've hung out with her enough to know that she's harmless, though, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. I, uh... Wanted to talk to you... uh, Because, like, you know, if you just apologized, Kush says you could come back.
1: You, You want me to apologize to them? Is what they're saying to me for them apologize? Question mark?
0: I'm just passing on a
1: message.
0: I wasn't there when it all went down.
1: I don't really
0: want to get into the middle of it.
1: What is the rest of the crew thing? Are they all just like on his side?
0: I don't really think there are sides in this, Sawyer. I think that it was a mistake and then the punching thing was a mistake. And you know, we Probably shouldn't have said it. I'm not going to defend him, but, like, people make mistakes, you know?
1: <sighs> whatever. I mean, if it'll get rid of this weird, awkward tension, well, let's just, let's meet up, I guess, sometime next week or this weekend or whatever, and we'll hash it out. Oh,
0: yeah, I mean, we're hanging out in the tunnel after school like usual, so you could... Oh, you
1: mean like today? Oh. You know, I have a lot of things... I have to do after school today. Let me just, let me just text my mom real quick, see if I have anything.
0: Dude, it's really not that, like...
1: No, 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 I can, I'll, I'll probably be able to make it. I'll probably be able to make it. If I show up, then I show up. Like, you know what I mean? Don't, don't wait up for me.
0: She leans around the side of you and goes, Diesel. Hey, Diesel. This kid is droopy-eyed. Looks like he probably needs about 20 hours more of sleep than he ever gets. My eyes gone. You gonna be in the tunnel after school? I got you.
1: Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Hey, what's your take on the whole situation?
0: Uh, the situation.
1: Never mind. I'll be there. Situation.
0: And he just kind of falls back asleep.
1: Hey, um, I'll be right back. I'll talk to you guys. I'll, I'll I'll talk to you guys in a sec. And I will stand up out of my seat and look across the room as, like, the only kid
3: standing. Caleb's phone goes off. So what I'm saying is if they don't bring the harmonica back, that was a big component in the first game and how you're able to unlock the next levels. If they would even forget... Wait, I'm getting something on my phone. Shit. Sam, can you send me just, like, the post that that you found? Can you just send me that really quick?
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you shares the news
3: article i copy paste it just the news article and send that back i have no reply otherwise i get that as i stand and i'll just lock my phone and look at caleb caleb's purposefully like facing forward still and tries to go back to talking to sam
2: ivy is like looking between the two of them
3: sawyer's looking
1: directly back by the way at you He was searching for you afterwards. He's just standing there.
2: Pulls out her phone and texts Sawyer instead of speaking to him. Um, bro, what the fuck are you doing, LOL?
1: I'm going to go to the bathroom, he says out loud. I'm right here. Then go. Oh, I'm going.
2: Weirdo. Oh, my God.
1: And I, like, move forward, but I do that awkward thing where I didn't look before I walk. So my full, like, body weight goes into... Uh, Joe Batista, the desk like center left to me and I like scooch the whole desk. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Sorry. Just gotta
2: pee. Ivy goes back to her journal where she was in like the planner section, you know, like the calendar section before the actual journal part. She's like flipping through the calendar and there's like little red dots on certain days and she's like Counting backwards from today, she gets to like five days since there's been a red dot, slams it shut. As you shut your notebook,
0: a butt sits down on your desk. Ivy, 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 how are you doing on this beautiful Friday morning? This is Vic Toulouse, an exuberant theater kid who may not know the difference between high school theater and Broadway. Have you given it any more
2: thought? Vic, I've given it exactly zero thought. I think you should think about it.
0: I'm hot. You're hot. Our chemistry would be off the fucking charts. He grabs your hands. You feel that? It's already there bubbling under the surface.
2: I can feel your sweaty hands, and I would really appreciate it if you would remove those from my body. Thank you. Vic, aren't you gay anyway? Why are you on this desperate pursuit. Like honestly, it's it's sad for both of us. Because Ivy, just think about it.
0: The Helena to my Lysander. Oh god. Like you
2: got to just try out one time. Not the Shakespeare references, Vic. Midsummer. Midsummer is the best you can do. It's the best Mrs. Parker could put up, I guess. Oh god. It's happening this fall.
0: Couple months away. Just come out and audition.
2: I will think about it. For oh, real, thank this you. time.
0: Thank you. 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 Oh my goodness! It's gonna be so great. Okay,
2: but on one condition. Anything. I get to do my own eyeliner. I won't touch your face. Thank Unless you. so I have Honestly, to kiss it, and then a I'll touch it. You should be no. That's a promise you should be making in general, Vic. I need that promise in writing. Saunters
0: off back to his desk. Adam stands up from his desk, strides to the front of the room.
2: Good morning, my favorite homeroom peeps. Ivy rolls her eyes at Alina and Natalie and glares at him from the back of the class. He leans down and drums his hands on the edge of
0: Katrina Griffith's desk. She sneers at him and realigns the pencil that he knocked out of place. I have an incredible announcement. You've been talking about your party since the first day. I don't think that qualifies as an announcement. Shut up, Evans. Since the Duncans have failed at providing an ample opportunity for us to kick off the year this time around, Ivy, it is once again the first day of school. You are looking at your phone, a text from Shane Thompson double-checking the time that he should bring the keg over, when a call from Bast comes through. Hey Dad, what's up? Ivy, I'm sorry, but the party's off.
2: Wait, I, I literally just learned about this this morning. How is it already
0: off? Gabriel was supposed to have informed you about it weeks ago, and I thought he had. If you could make sure people know not to come tonight.
2: That would be quite helpful. You want me to talk to every person in my class and tell them not to come to a party you invited them two weeks ago? Okay, sure. Um, I'll do
0: that. I'm so sorry, Ivy. I know you're disappointed, and I know this is a terrible thing to do. Something came up, and it just... It can't happen tonight.
2: Ivy kind of breaks out of her... Angsty daughter sneer and realizes that there's something off in his voice for the first time. Dad, is everything okay? It'll be fine, I'm sure. But we just have to deal with
0: something, and uh, we'll 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 talk about it with you later. We'll talk about it with you later. If you could go to Sawyer's after cheer practice tonight, we've already cleared it with the Hooks. They know you'll be there. I know that you've uh, mentioned going there tonight anyway.
2: That would be, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, sure, I can, can, I'll ask him.
0: Again, I'm, I'm so sorry, but, uh, I appreciate you helping us out with this. Sure. Alright, I love you.
2: Yeah, I, I love you too. Thanks, Dad.
0: Since the Duncans have failed at providing an ample opportunity for us to kick off the year this time around... I decided I needed to up the ante. We are moving the party from Wicker House to the quarry. You're welcome. There was a seeming lack of interest, not because no one was interested in the party itself, but because everyone was truly sick and tired of Adam bringing this party up every single fucking day. That changes upon the change of venue announcement, and you hear some chatters of, Are you fucking serious? No way! How'd you swing that one more? Obviously because he's a moor. Little bubbles of chatter throughout. Adam speaks above all of it. And we will have the lovely opportunity to get our fortunes read by Naya. And he points into the back row to Naya, who is an Afro-Latina girl with long black hair and bangs with a singular pink streak running through the dark locks. Every town has to have at least one goth, and she fits the bill. Heavy eye makeup, signature black, sometimes purple lipstick, black tights, black skirt, black platform boots, a dangerous looking choker, and massive pink plugs in her earlobes. The dozens of rings on her fingers clack across the wooden desktop as she presses her hands down. Number one, absolutely not doing that. Number two, You named your party. Another year, another cheer. I wouldn't be caught dead. You will be caught. Hope you won't be dead, though. Adam responds, moving on. And Ivy, he looks directly at you, finally, and begins walking down the aisle. But he stops at the one in front of you. And he leans down, charming smile on his face. I wanted to come back here and offer a personal invitation to you myself. And you can't see Natalie's face from your vantage point, but you see her shoulders start to move up to her ears. Um, isn't everyone invited? They are. But you're the one that I want to make sure is there. I'll have to think about it. And he pulls back from the desk, puts his hands up in surrender. No pressure. But I don't want you to miss out on the fun. And he looks directly at Ivy once more. He turns around and he drops into his chair. And Natalie turns around to you with wide,
2: pleading eyes that have some fear in them. Ivy leans way into Natalie's personal space, looks at both her eyes, looks at her lips, looks back up. If you go to that fucking party, you are dead
1: to me. Sawyer walks in through the room and holds up his phone towards Adam. Yeah, Adam, of course I'll come to the party tonight.
2: Ivy whips her head around (laughs) and stares at Sawyer. The darkest look he has ever seen.
1: He just like slowly makes his way back to his chair and slowly sits back down. And then pulls out his phone, pulls up Ivy. I thought... Everybody was going? Question mark, 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 exaggeration point. Are
2: you fucking insane? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I thought you were on my side. Literally, why would you go?
1: I mean, I thought it was going to be like such a big thing that like you and I would kind of just chill or it'd be like little groups. IDK. Ivy reads
2: these. Oh, for fuck's sake. Looks at Natalie, looks at Sawyer, looks back at Natalie. I will go, and that is the only reason you are allowed to go. Looks over at Sawyer to make sure he heard that as well.
1: You get a thumbs up in text.
2: She accidentally makes eye contact with Adam, who is so pleased with himself. Ivy feels a uh, constricting in her throat, and like a, a bunch of saliva pools in her mouth and her like blood pressure rises a bit. Fine, we're all gonna go. You're coming to my house beforehand. Uh, Yeah, like before the party, like what time do you want me there? Uh, We can can get ready together. Is
0: Alina coming?
2: I look at Alina, give her a look. Do you want to come?
0: I got to work at the Medimart for a couple hours. So how about I just meet you guys at your place and we'll leave together? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'll work, go home, change, and then I'll, I'll come to yours after.
2: That's perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to. Do you want me to bring my stuff, or do you want to... Sometimes you want to...
2: I'll do it for you, babe. Don't worry. I'll take care of you. Ivy kind of, like, grips the desk a little bit and tries to, like, get a control of her, like, physical reaction. She glances at her journal again glances at Natalie as she, like, turns around. She feels really disgusted with herself.
1: Sawyer looks over and sees Ivy is, like, no longer enraged and lets out a big, deep sigh. But then, like, a cool guy facade takes over him and he leans his elbow over onto the back of the chair of White Widow in front well it looks like there's a party tonight so i don't know if we're gonna be meeting in the tunnel maybe i'll see you guys there though
0: dude we're gonna meet after school the party parties until like nine
1: yeah oh, 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 okay well
0: you seem like really stressed about it just come whenever i was just letting you know that we were gonna be there tonight
1: so like are you guys gonna be at the party
0: uh, most likely i Just assume that you had already gotten a text from Adam about that.
1: No, for some reason, I'm just like so late to everything.
0: (laughs) Kush will deal with it, but like, just, I'm sure Adam will text you.
1: Cool. Cool, yeah. Expect me at the tunnel, but maybe don't. And then we'll, you know, chill at the party if I see you there.
0: Yeah, man, you should like really think about taking a couple hits before coming to school because you would not be this
1: weird. You know, I kind of was thinking about stopping, like, completely.
0: I don't really think that I understand what you're saying.
1: Okay, yeah, that was stupid. Do you have any left?
0: Yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh. And she hands over a little baggie with two rolled joints.
1: I'll smoke a little bit before tonight. And chill out.
0: That's probably a good idea.
1: Cool. And then he will just go back and put his hands down on the desk and put his face, bury it deep into his desk and into his arms.
0: After the party announcement, Sam gets really stiff in their desk. Kind of like glances at Caleb a couple times just to see if Caleb is noticing.
3: Caleb, as all of this has been happening, has sunken down into his chair. His hoodie. He's pulled the hood up over his head and tightened the drawstring enough that you can barely see any of his face anymore. He just wants to disappear into the floor. He wants there a hole to open up underneath his desk, swallow him, and maybe that would be less mortifying than watching his absolute goon of a brother make such an idiotic display There were so many times that when Caleb was growing up, he idolized his brother. And now, seeing him every day, doing whatever the hell this is, he can't imagine where that person went. He feels Sam's eyes on him. Please say you don't want to go. Oh my god, you want to go. I was gonna, like, ask if
0: we were gonna go to the party, because, (sighs) like, (gasps) Caleb, I've never been to a party, Uh, and, like, it's your- brother i know that's not great but like you would be go like you could just go yeah okay i shouldn't i shouldn't have brought, I shouldn't have brought it up we can go back to talking about crushing egg we can go back to talking about crush and egg i'm
3: sorry no it's no it's take the hoodie back off start to come back into my seat let's go to the party
0: i mean like everybody's go gonna
3: be there so like it's not like it's gonna be stupid and rocky and uh, dirty yeah but and... you know
0: you've never like wanted to just like experience Experience that, like, one time only and never do it again. Because, like, I feel like I'm going to hate it, but, like, I want to see if I hate it.
3: You will. You will. But
0: I also, like, didn't want to go without you.
3: It's fine.
0: We don't have to go for long. We can just, like, go and I can stay there for an hour and I can see everybody being stupid and then we can leave.
3: Can we have, like, a code word or something that if it gets, like, really bad, like, we can just ditch? Please?
0: Definitely. How about... Um...
3: Oh my god, you suck at this! We're gonna make the code. We're gonna make the code word. It's gonna be caboose, okay? C-
0: caboose, caboose. Like the Boose. end of a train. will say the caboose is loose.
3: Boose. Oh my god, maybe that's a terrible idea. Oh god, that's. I'm
0: like re- realizing that, like, I'm now that now that I know it's for sure happening. I'm like really, really nervous about going.
3: They're genuinely excited about this, and I know that they know me, and they know how conflicted I am about all my brothers. Stupid weird parties, all this stupid weird friends. But Sam, there's Sam, and I kind of come back to myself a little bit, and I go, the caboose is like so loose.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, today is a great day.
3: You can you, you can come over to my place before we go.
0: Caleb, I didn't think this day could get any better.
3: What? That's not like weird, is it? That's not.
0: Caleb, I'm finally gonna meet Jasper. Oh my god. Three great things have happened today, and one of them is your cute little gray fluffball!
3: Okay, like, Jasper is amazing, and I can't believe that that's the only reason that you want to come to my house.
0: I didn't say that, I just- Am said...
3: I nothing to you now, Sam? All that we have been through? He, like, counts on his fingers. Physically, like, counts on his fingers. Four years of our friendship, and you're about to dump me for my cat.
0: I know that you are being sarcastic. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to say, yes, I'm dumping you for your cat.
3: You know, it's deserved. He is a really good cat. I know I send you the pictures all the time, but he will roll over onto his back and show you his tiny little tummy and you can you can scratch his little tummy. It's like really soft.
0: My parents won't let me get a pet, so I'm going to have to live through yours. <laughs> I think I'm losing my mind, Caleb. There are so many things happening today that are so great.
3: I'm going to turn back around to like see Adam. There's a second where he's talking to Danny then that his gaze just for a moment tracks over to mine because of like the movement that I'm making and we lock eyes and my eyes immediately like go down to the ground and I grip the corners of my desk hard enough that there's kind of this little pop noise. I quickly take them off, there's a bolt that's next to the wood that's holding this, the desktop into place, and it's started to like, wedge itself out. Yeah, Sam, it's gonna be great.
0: The grating sound of the bell that's on the wall just outside your homeroom door is loud and jars everybody from their conversations. Good morning, Wildmore High! The television that is mounted to the wall in the front corner of the classroom flickers as the newsroom starts broadcasting. There's a boy on screen sitting behind a table in front of a badly digitally rendered fake newsroom. And welcome back to the end of another week. It's a balmy Friday, perfect for some after-school shenanigans, if you know what I mean. From just off mic you hear, Terry... If I have to warn you one more time? Just a few announcements before you can begin your day. Auditions for She Kills Monsters are next Wednesday and Thursday. Sign-up sheets are outside of the auditorium. Break legs. There is a visceral reaction from Vic. He jumps from his seat, yelling at the television,
2: What? Mrs. Parker promised we'd be doing a Midsummer Night's Dream. Ivy leans forward and goes, Sorry, Vic. I guess we aren't written in the stars or whatever. He slumps back down into his seat and goes,
0: The course of true love never did run smooth. And the screen glitches, but comes back into focus as Terry is saying, Any seniors, juniors, or sophomores interested in running for homecoming court, please see Mrs. Bradley for the application. She wants you to know that you will be doing your own canvassing to secure votes, and that she will not be bribed into granting spots to individuals. Becca Carlisle, I assume this is directed at you. And last but not least, the boys of the football team reach out again in their futile attempt. Terry, this is not a tight five. Wrap it up. So, you do think I'm funny. Good to know. The boys of the football team want to remind you that the first game of the season is tonight, though I think we all have better plans, and they would love... To have you out there supporting them as they lose. Once again, the screen goes dark and there's a crackling over the PA system as you hear the school secretary. Any announcements you may have missed will be posted on the bulletin board outside the cafeteria before lunchtime. Thank you. As if on cue, perfectly timed, Mr. Mashburn walks into the classroom. He's of average height, about 5'8" short brown hair that's usually unnecessarily spiked with gel. Though he doesn't have a beer belly, he is clearly not an overly fit person, accentuated by the fact that his pants and his shirts are always just a little too tight, like he used to fit in them but hasn't had a moment to overhaul his wardrobe. No one at the school could say they had ever seen him wearing anything aside from chinos, leather lace-ups, and an overly patterned shirt with a bow tie to match. Today, he's wearing a cute little blue and yellow checkered shirt with the sleeves pushed up past his elbows. Mr. Mashburn strolls into the classroom, picks up the remote, and clicks off the TV. All right, guys, time to figure out who read the syllabus. He points to the back of the room, where Sour Diesel sits. Clay, I know you must have. No? Okay. How about Marcus? What do you think? Another no? And Katrina's hand shoots straight up in the air. Thank you, Katrina. On top of it, as always. Next week, we will be starting the unit on ancient civilizations, but that seems vague to me. Right, you are. Perfect segue, because today we are talking about the dangers of ethnocentrism. And he devolves into a lecture, back turning to the class as he writes on the board, Sawyer, almost immediately, your phone vibrates in your pocket. Pick it up. The message is from Adam. Can you supply tonight?
1: I'll just like it.
0: I think out of the corner of your eye, you catch a movement. And you see him, like, leaning back in his chair, kind of, like, looking back at you a little bit.
1: <sighs> I'll just type, I got you.
0: And in response, you get the usual, but also wouldn't mind something more, if you know what I mean.
1: See what I can do. And then I'll turn around and wake Sour Diesel up. Hey!
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yep, Just, just... That guy at the front of the classroom, like call my name or something.
1: No, no, you're good. Yeah, okay, no, you're good. Just stay awake. Okay. And then Sawyer will look around and look down on his desk and see two joints and then swipe them off the top and then slowly and suddenly move them down his body underneath the desk and tuck them into his his boot. Hey, Widow.
0: She kind of like dips her head back so you can only see like the top part of her face. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I th- I'll be there. Right after school.
0: The rest of the class goes by in a dull haze, and at the end, Mr. Mashburn dismisses everyone except the new kid who's sitting at the desk closest to the door. Pharaoh, hang back for a sec. You all go about your usual morning classes, and then lunchtime rolls around.
1: Sawyer is adamantly avoiding both the stoner group and Ivy, and Adam, and Caleb. (laughs) So he's going to be like almost like a game of uh, hide-and-go-see tag where he'll be like peering around corners and and stalking like Ivy's movements and then just like making sure he moves the opposite direction and every time he sees someone, he'll go the other way.
2: Ivy initially goes to the courtyard to have lunch with Natalie and Alina, but she's like looking around to see if sawyer is around she like kind of senses his like nervous presence and she's like she never like catches him the only thing that she eats is the burger patty off of her burger there's a few benches out here it's not like a huge space
0: but the courtyard has is a grassy area with some like small bits of gardening done but the most of it is just grass and open space Alina is sitting cross-legged on the ground in front of you right by your feet so I just like want to make sure that we're on the same page that that was like really fucking weird this morning
2: it was so weird I mean he's obviously just doing this like to get back at me specifically
0: yeah because like Natalie you don't really you like never hung out with that like you guys no, don't no like I, I I don't I don't know why he did that I I, I don't I'm not his friend you sure? Yeah,
2: I promise. I wouldn't lie to you, I promise. I kind of like stare at her a beat longer and decide that I believe her. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's the one that broke up with me and yet he still seems to have it out for me. Has to rub salt in the wound, I guess.
0: Yeah, he seems kind of weird this year, if I'm being perfectly honest. I mean, I know he's like a hockey guy, but... He was never broy and now he's all broy and it's honestly
2: nauseating? Yeah, like
0: if you were hadn't dated him and were thinking about dating him now, you should- I mean,
2: I would never think about dating him now. Right, Natalie?
0: I don't wanna date him. You sure? Yeah.
2: Sorry. I don't mean to be a bitch. I'm just I don't feel great today. And then that whole performance this morning really that's exactly what it was. It was such performance. It was obvious. Like the performative masculinity of it, it was literally, it. I like, I threw up in my mouth. And then did you see him calling out Naya? Yeah. I mean, that girl can stand up for herself. I'm a little bit afraid of her, to be honest, but like, also rude. She was so obviously not in on the joke. It just like, I mean, honestly, the only reason he's even roping her into it is because she's hot. You think she's hot? I mean, that's like- Oh my goodness.
0: Ivy, do we have a new crush in the midst? Shut up. You can't just drop that and then not explain yourself. I mean, like she wears
2: fishnets. She does. And like her, <sighs> sorry, I don't usually get like flustered over people. Um, I just think that she's really cool, okay? She's just like very confident in herself. I don't know. I think maybe we'd get along, like, sue me or whatever. Okay. You don't have
0: to be so defensive. I think it's adorable. You haven't had a crush in so long. Ivy, like, glances at Natalie. She's not looking at you. She's kind of
2: looking at her hands and looks a little sad. Ivy clocks that, looks back at Alina. Whatever. Um, I mean, you know, we're both gonna be at the party tonight, so... Maybe something good will come out of tonight.
0: Do you think she'll actually go? You think she was just joking when she said, I mean, she's she's gonna
2: go, right?
0: Yeah, okay.
2: I kind of look at Natalie again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be there.
0: Hey guys, if you don't mind, I have to go, uh, I have to go like check a book out of the library for math class. So I'll I'll see you guys later. I'll, I'll see you after school Ivy. Okay. Grabs her stuff up and
2: walks out of the courtyard. Alina seems none the wiser. Ivy like falls backward onto the grass, covers her face with her hands and just kind of groans. Alina pats your leg. Listen, you'll be fine. You bounce back, you always do. That's true. Getting a little less
0: elastic these days though. You're a little touchy today, but you know, we all have our days. I guess I'd be touchy too if my ex attempted to ask out my best friend, I don't know what that was. I'm still kind of confused about the whole morning situation.
2: Alina and Ivy like kinda looks down and then looks back up, is really serious. Do you think I got less hot over the summer? I'm sorry, where is this coming from? I don't know, I just, I've been feeling really like pale. I mean, okay, yeah, I'm always pale, but I but like not my usual glowy, hot self recently. And I don't know, I really thought I was gonna come back this year and just be fuck you to Adam but I I feel like I don't have the energy for that. Is any of this making sense?
0: Yeah but like maybe that's just because he's not worth the energy.
2: That's pretty smart of you to say.
0: Yeah because you look fucking hot. I don't know maybe I should get a pair of fishnets. I'm not sure Naya would be into into you and fishnets. I think she'd probably just be into you as you.
2: Thanks Selena. Yeah always. Ivy, like, kind of perks up and actually starts eating, like, the bread part of her burger now, but she breaks it off in little pieces and, like, eats it this way.
1: Caleb, you would get a text. Going to the party tonight? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. We should talk.
3: Caleb is eating lunch in the art room, as has become the place that he goes to now for lunch, as uh, Sam has introduced him to the fact that this is where... Sam always goes for lunch.
0: You also notice that with Damien in the room with you is the new kid, Pharaoh, who's kind of this scrawny kid. who doesn't really talk a lot. Damien seems to be like taking them around, showing them the school and stuff like that.
3: Sam is usually the person that does all the talking, at least for me. I just kind of stand behind Sam. So I wouldn't make a point to like introduce myself to this new kid or entertain that part of it at all i'm sitting in the corner of the art room with my legs pulled up onto this chair that's like one of those stools so i'm very precariously balanced but i have my arms wrapped around my legs and my phone in front of it my chicken sandwich that i got from the uh, cafeteria completely demolished within the first like minute of me getting here left abandoned now i'm working hard on this gotcha game when Sawyer's notification pulls up in front of the Gotcha game. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I lose the level that I'm on. <sighs> Hold my head against my knees. Actually look at the notification. My eyes bug out and I slam it down onto the table.
0: Sam stops the conversation mid-sentence. Kind of everybody at this table, uh, Damien, Naya, Pharaoh, all look at you. Sam's like, uh-uh what's going on you okay nothing (laughs) okay okay yeah
3: fine everything's great
0: yeah
3: doesn't it look great
0: yep Mm mm-hmm looks cool hey we gotta do like that thing remember yeah the thing the thing in the other place
3: the thing we didn't have yeah Mm mm-hmm it's cool let me I get up out of my chair, kind of like, I try to shove away from it, but the way that I'm sitting is so terrible that I almost bend backwards, hold on to the table with one of my hands.
0: Damien says, real subtle, guys.
3: It's not like, it's, shut up Damien.
0: Sam leads you out of the art room and just down the hallway a little bit. There's not really a good place to go. The hallways in this area are quiet, except for the voices coming from classrooms. It's not like the cafeteria or the commons where you could, like, blend in. You're just kind of in a quiet hallway, and Sam's like, I didn't think this past this.
3: Past what?
0: Like, where are we actually gonna go? I was just like, let's get out of here.
3: Oh my god. Sam, so that we can get further away from the art room to actually talk without anyone overhearing, I'm going to pull Sam off to the side and start going downstairs. So I probably, like, wind up near, like, the library or something like that. That seems like a yeah, safe do you wanna, place. do you want
0: to do the library or do you want to, like, sneak into the band room if it's empty?
3: No, it always smells in there.
0: You make a good point.
3: I'm fine, by the way. I'm, I'm like, so fine. I mean, fine. you, like, like slammed really your super phone fine. really
0: hard, so I wasn't sure what the vibe was.
3: I lost the level I was working on. Man, that's the fucking worst. Like, it felt like insult to injury, given the fact that, like, he messaged me. And let's go to the library. As a note,
1: Sawyer is in the computer lab connected to the library currently. And it's just crushing egg on the computer screen, just doing research on when the release date is. Caleb hits the
3: deck. (laughs) Caleb, we're in the middle of the hallway. What are you doing? What? I'm not... I dropped my contact... I didn't know you wear contacts. I suddenly hold my eye and I start moving my hand absently around. I've always worn contacts.
0: I'll help you. Hits the deck too, but like drops with a lot of force and like their knees crack against the ground and starts like bear crawling across the ground. Just
2: as another note, Ivy is in the courtyard, (laughs) also full of windows. And so everybody can see (laughs) two sophomores
0: walk down stairs drop to the bottom of the ground at the bottom of the stairs and start
2: crawling across the linoleum floor. Ivy like sits up from the grass and looks over at the spectacle and is just like what the fuck and it's actually so bizarre that she feels the need to like go over to him. So she's like hey um Alina I'll I'll be right back So Ivy stands up then like brushes her skirt off and like power walks over to the doors back into the school and like slams them open and looks straight down Sawyer can see Ivy you step out and Sam goes hi
3: who are you talking to
2: um Ivy Duncan I hey guys really
3: pretty. Hey, I smack Sam.
2: I, sorry, I just saw, um, this, and I just wanted to make sure you were good. I dropped my contact.
3: I dropped my contact.
0: That's right, that's right. Caleb dropped his contact.
3: I found it, I suddenly, I hold up my hand, there's nothing there, and I bend down, and I try to feign holding like my hand with nothing in it next to my hand that I'm covering my eye with now.
2: Caleb, are you putting a contact in your eye that was just on the ground?
3: It's
1: fine.
2: My hands are clean. I like look up and make eye contact with Sawyer.
1: Sawyer runs.
2: I think we're gonna make our first
1: roll. Oh, okay. Oh man. Okay,
3: okay.
0: Sawyer, I need you to roll to run away. <laughs> okay so i need you to roll a 2d6
3: first roll
0: of the game so on a seven to nine you get away but you cause a big scene you run directly into something worse or the scariest person there gets a string on you
1: i'll run into something worse
0: a little harried, the seat kind of rolls away on its wheels from you as you stand up you do not close out of your browser You hightail it out of the opposite door of the computer lab, as far away from them as you can get. And as you do, you run smack dab into a body.
3: Sweetheart,
0: there you are. I was looking for you. You forgot your backpack at home this morning, and I wanted to bring it to you. And I was talking to Principal Edwards. And he said he thought he knew where you
1: were, and he said I could come and find you. Mom! I take the backpack and I rip it from her arms. Hey, no, that's okay. We'll move with me. Move with me. Walk and talk. Walk and talk. You
0: have some more time for lunch. Do you want to- t- How's your how day about- going? Hey, mom.
1: How about this? Okay. So was just like looking around in every direction.
0: You guys are coming around towards the front of the school where the main like foyer is, which has the open door of the cafeteria. In the open door of the commons, which is full of people, you come around the corner with your mom into this space where everybody has eyes on you if they wanted to. And your mom's going, Sawyer, baby, it's okay. It's okay.
3: We
1: all forget yeah, things thanks. sometimes. Uh, hey, mom, I had a great idea. Um, I think that you and I should have a, a mother-son day today, and you should sign me out of school. Sawyer,
0: it is the middle of the day. Yeah,
3: perfect
1: timing to still go do something fun.
0: I don't think that that would be very smart of me to do. There's no reason for you to miss school. Are you you having a bad day? Is
1: something wrong? No. No, I just thought, wow, what a good opportunity to have a good, fun time with my mom. From the
0: hallway behind you, Walks Natalie, looking a little sad, and she walks into this space and kind of stops suddenly. And is like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: Yeah, that's I'm sorry. N- uh, that's okay. Uh, you can just, you, just keep walking, I guess. Like, Sawyer, who is this? Introduce me to your friend. I don't. Uh, uh, and Sawyer just kind of motions to like, uh, what's your name? <laughs> uh, I'm
0: Natalie. Natalie, I'm Ivy's friend. We've like been Yes,
1: I I know. You and me. Bet. Actually, Natalie and I had something we were going to go do, right? It was on the um, second floor or something, right? A club? Oh, a club was happening in between classes?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had a Yeah. We had a thing we were going to do. Yeah. Is this your is your mom? Uh, hi.
1: Yeah, hi. she was just leaving and Sawyer will rush over to Natalie and like just like grab her not like hand, but like on the wrist gently. And just like, yeah, come on, let's uh let's go to our meeting. Mom, thank you so much. Bye honey. It was so nice to meet your friend. I love you. Have a good rest of your day. I love you too. And we'll like push Natalie a little bit, like
0: on, Okay, come where come. are we going? I don't know, just help me out please for a second. Yeah, yeah, but like we can't this is the Just teacher. around the corner. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you go around the corner, you come to the opposite side of the courtyard from which you ran from. And you can see Ivy across the hall, staring down
1: at Caleb. I'm going to slink down and just let me know if Ivy walks this way. And then Sawyer will just slink down against a wall.
2: So when Sawyer ran away after Ivy like beckoned him over, she's just like, what? The f- okay, sure. I'll just deal with this on my own then. And looks back down. Look, dude, as long as you're okay, I just. Are you okay? Like, with all this? We haven't really checked in with each other in a while.
3: Caleb goes from being nervous, scared, embarrassed, to suddenly there's this like twitch, like in his eyebrow and his brow furrows. He sets his jaw. Why do you care?
2: I don't. I don't know, dude, we like, we kind of grew up together. Figured I'd check in on you. You were doing weird shit, okay? I was just curious. Don't get all emotional on me.
3: I'm I'm not, I'm, he stands up. It's weird because the last time that you like, you, you've been in homeroom with him now for, over a week but he's always kind of like crunched in on himself he has terrible posture probably comes from like being sucked into his phone so much or trying to make himself small but he straightens up and you realize that he's definitely taller than you now and there's like a set in his shoulders that looks a lot like adam
2: ivy notices hard that he looks a lot like adam and it throws her. Yeah. Whatever. You. Yeah. Um. Are you going to be at the party tonight? Yeah. Cool. Um. Me too, I guess. Natalie it, like bullied me into it, and Sawyer, wherever he is. Anyway, I'm. I'll see you there, I guess. Sam goes. I'm going to be there too. Sorry. Cool. Yeah, okay, this is weird now, so I'm gonna go. She, like, turns a little bit and then kind of, like, turns back. Caleb, can you tell Adam something for me?
3: He folds his arms over his chest, and it's, like, a look that is, again, it's it's very eerily similar to someone else. It depends. What is it?
2: Tell him to stay away from my best friends. I'm not joking.
3: Come on, Sam. I start walking away. I'm going to like tell Sam enough that it's in earshot of Ivy. Though, she thinks everything's about her. Come on, let's get out of here.
2: Ivy like looks over at where she knows Sawyer is across the courtyard because she can hear him from there, and just sees Natalie like looking down at the ground the same way that Sawyer kind of just saw Ivy looking down at the ground. Sawyer, she's looking. Oh Is she mad at me? Natalie makes eye contact with you. Ivy, like, kind of looks down, walks away in the opposite direction of his Caleb. I don't know if she's mad at you, but she's definitely upset
1: at something. I jumped the gun a little bit this morning, and I just got kind of excited about something, and I think I... Pissed her off, and I don't, I you know, she's kind of scary when she's pissed off.
0: Yeah, you can say that again.
1: I usually just try to give a little distance for a couple hours at least. Let her cool down.
0: That would be smart. Maybe that's advice I should take. Usually I try to immediately fix the problem, and that
1: rarely ever works. She is a conundrum. I'll talk with her tonight. At the party, because she'll probably be pretty um, pretty um fucked up. Or maybe she'll just get fucked up, or maybe she'll just be super nervous. I don't know. She's going to... It's going to not be super fun. Anyways, uh, thanks for helping me out with my mom.
0: Natalie's kind of looking at you with this odd studying of all this that is happening. You're interesting, Sawyer Hook. And she turns and walks away. And as she does that, you all can hear your phones, phones around you, everybody's phones start to go off, vibrate, ding, ring with a notification. A massive message was sent out to everybody in the school. Another year, another cheer party update. Quarry time, my friends. You all know where it's at. See you at nine. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to support our show, you can become a patron at patreon.com queerpg. Becoming a patron allows you access to our exclusive after show, where the cast talks about character insights and their own reactions to the episode, as well as a plethora of other perks. If you like the show, remember to rate and review. And to keep up with QueerPG, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at queerpgpod, and on Tumblr at tumblr.com queerpg. Until next time.